In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Personally, I, I appreciate tattoos. I, I think they're cool artwork. I think they can tell somebody's story, but they're just not for me. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer and co-host, Dale Culver. Hey, do you have a man word for me today i do my man word today is fan and uh it I, is warm in here yes it's a ceiling fan because i just put one in my back patio but oh, gosh. not really um my the, the reason why i picked that is that we should not choose to be guys who are fans in the stadium but we are guys who get into it and uh mm. i'm just thinking of my men's group that we have going and a guy in there just commented today hey guys thanks thanks for today's study i need to step up and start leading more so in my home and that to me is a win no longer a fan but he's a guy that's going to get in the fight well yeah a fan wears all the colors a fan is at in the stadium a fan is maybe just as pumped as the players maybe more so but at the end of the day, he doesn't pay the sweat equity, he doesn't put in the time, and he's not in the arena. And so a fan is very distinct from a follower yeah, or for a, from a person who's actually in the arena. And so, yeah, that's good, man. <clears throat> there are a lot of fans out there, they say the right thing, but it's not about what you say that matters. It's about what you do. Jesus exactly. said in Matthew chapter 7, you will know them by their words. No, 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 no. Uh, By their bragging. No, 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 no. no. By their claims. No, no, no. By their fruit. Yep. So that's good stuff, man. Hey, me to the podcast. I want to get into that right now. And uh, this is our Ask Me Anything series. And guys, I want to let you know, when you ask me anything, you're asking me something, I'm going to give you my best understanding of what I believe the Bible says about the topic, or I'm going to give you my wisdom and knowledge of 56 years on this planet. So uh, if you're listening to a podcast on the ask me anything series and you're going ballistic realize maybe this is an opportunity for you to dive deeper into truth and to find out what the truth is here and if i'm wrong please call me out i'm always willing to i get called out all the time man it's it's (laughs) it's really quite enjoyable so anyway so trenton uh trenton on instagram said this and trenton hit us up we'll send you some swag for your question you said 
Give me your opinion on tattoos, please. I think it's becoming increasingly important as we see tattoos becoming more acceptable in society. Oh, boy. Trenton, thanks for that question. That's a great question. I do have uh, my opinions about it based on Scripture and uh, based on uh, the contextual view of Scripture. So one time in the Bible, if you look at Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28 in the Old Testament, it says, do not cut your bodies for the dead. So this is a cultish uh, action, a uh, cultish ceremonial thing to cut your body for the dead, or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. So the tattoo marks were also cultish uh, in their symbolism. So these were, so to cut your body or to put a tattoo on your body was to identify with an occult uh, or a non-Jewish tradition. And so from that perspective, uh, God uh, renounced tattoos. So under the grace and the blood of Jesus Christ, I don't think this verse is applicable. I think we have freedom to do what we want to do with something as menial as a tattoo. But I do not have tattoos. I do not have one tattoo on my body. I've got a lot of scars. <laughs> so they're like tattoos the hard way, but but no actual tattoos. But Dale, you do have tattoos. Yeah, you I, have like I did six or you. seven tattoos. Yeah. So as a Christian, and I know some of those you, you got before you were a Christian, some after. Right. So what was your justification for a tattoo after you came to Christ? Yeah, I... I read that scripture as well, and to me, in my understanding of it, uh, uh, God knows my heart, and he's not going to send me to hell because I got a cross tattoo, or uh, I have Emmanuel tattooed on me, or my kids' names, or, or whatever. I'm just forgetful, so I needed my kids' names. Well, and your but, stuff represents Jesus, your yeah, tattoos, right? Yeah, and I, and I don't think we have to put a billboard on us that says, I love Jesus, necessarily. But uh, bottom line, God knows your heart. You're not worshiping another uh, God or some cultish thing. So uh, I've always told people, here's what I think the verse says. Now you wrestle with it. Uh, I'm not going to to uh, say, hey, I'm going to sign this off and you can do whatever you want as far as the tattoo goes. I think you need to do use some uh, wisdom in that. Yeah, it's really funny. I've, I've brainstormed tattoos. Like, I really like the Expendables tattoo of the skull, the oh. crow over the skull, and have a tattoo that says, I am Expendable with Galatians 2.20 underneath it. That'd oh. be cool. I had another cool idea of having a cross on my back, a giant cross. <laughs> I'm a big dude. A giant Celtic cross that said, I am been branded with the brand mark of Jesus. But then Shanna, she's such a great smack talker. She said, oh yeah, great. At 75, it'll be a peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so here's why I don't have tattoos, man. Uh, here's my deal. To me, it's a, a stewardship issue more than anything else. Right. And you may think, oh, he's going to get spiritual on us. No, not really. If I'm going to spend, you know, the tattoos I would get would be $500 plus. I would rather go kill something, tear the guts out of it, eat the thing, you know, I put the antlers on the wall somewhere. I, if I'm going to spend 500 bucks, I'm going to spend it on something that I really, that fills my tank. And personally, I, I appreciate tattoos. I, I think they're cool artwork. I think they can tell somebody's story, but they're just not for me. Right. And I wouldn't either. Um, I traded photography services, so I did not pay a penny for mine, and my kids paid for one of them. So, yeah, me too. I, there's no way, dude. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not denouncing tattoos. Don't get me wrong. I, whenever I look at a tattoo, I go, oh, can I see that? That's kind of cool. It's, it's for me more of a money thing. So, uh, you know, Trent, I hope that answered your question right there. Uh, long story short, no, I don't think it's uh, sacrilegious or unbiblical. Um, 
I think it's more of a personal choice. Uh, for me, it is a stewardship issue. You know, I'm spending God's money. I want to put it on something that is benef- beneficial for me and uh, my overall health. So that's personal health as far as not like physical health, but like, you know, growth. So I hope that answered your question, man. Thanks so much for that comment uh, on Instagram. Dale, drive us home, brother. Yeah, man, make sure you head on over to minintherena.org and grab your free copy of Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. Then while you're there, click the Join Our Program button to join one of our international virtual teams. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.